Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Love of Life podcast and news and news commentary. Where can specifically believers go to find helpful news commentary about social and even political issues of the day? Well, we might have the answer for you. We have Garrison Hardy with us. He's the business development representative at Cross Politics Studios, and he's coming up next. Christian education. Because it serves him who says, I am the way, the truth, and the light, is the love of life. This is the Love of Life Podcast, Conversations with Jesse and Courtney. All right, thank you for joining us. Garrison, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Good to see you again. Absolutely. Doing great. Well, tell us a little bit about CrossPolitik and what it is for those who just might not have any idea. So CrossPolitik is essentially um, a show that was born out of Gabe Wrench, the founder of the show, the water boy, seeing a need in the within the church congregation to be discipled in how to apply the Bible to politics, uh, because we believe here uh, within the Christ church community that uh, it's all of Christ for all of life. Uh, and that should apply to the public arena and that should apply to politics. And um, we think that uh, the church for uh, the longest time hadn't been doing a very good job of discipling its congregation on how to put the Bible into politics. And so, you know, you, on Sunday, you would hear your church message. And then for the rest of the week, uh, the congregation was discipled by the political talking heads, the Sean Hannity's, the Rush Limbaugh's, God rest his soul. Um, and so there was kind of a disconnect uh, which is why we think that there are a lot of problems popping up in culture now. Definitely. So when somebody tunes in to cross politic, what are they going to hear? Like, what's the format? What's the content? Is it a play-by-play of what's happening and responding in a Christian way? Yeah. So you're essentially going to get a daily news show with uh, Gabe, the water boy, the chocolate Knox, uh, David Shannon, and of course, Pastor Toby, uh, who brings his hard hitting theological side of things with a baseball bat and all. And uh, <laughs> they essentially react to uh, what's happening uh, within culture today. So we obviously cover a lot of the breaking news that you see. Uh, we'll cover, of course, uh, you know, this show was launched back in 2016. So when Donald Trump was you know, running for the presidency, they came in at a pretty good time. So uh, it's essentially a cultural commentary uh, and then reacting to the big news stories going on uh, and how to put the Bible in over the top of that and take dominion with it. Sure, sure. And you think essentially, because there's so many independent journalists out there, various news outlets, you think essentially that is what separates you guys apart from mainstream media, like you said, from your Sean Hannity's, from everyone else. Um do you guys see a lot of other people doing it or do you essentially feel kind of like the Babylon Bee right now where you guys are like the one stream department doing sort of what you're doing in this in this niche? Yeah, so we are pretty, I would say, unique in that sense. You know, my job is the sales guy here. Uh, it's kind of funny. I have a reverse sales process in that <laughs> I, I honestly try to scare people away first because we talk about some pretty controversial topics and we're not afraid to throw our weight around, so to speak. Um, so do you want your company attached to our mission and what we're doing here kind of thing? Uh, but as we look at culture and how things are going at large, 
Um, I, I do think that we were one of the first to get involved in this niche. However, as things have continued on, we've linked arms with a lot of people. Um, you know, we've got brothers up in Canada who are fighting the good fight. Uh, Gabe, you know, when he got arrested, uh, it, the pastors up in Canada saw that and were emboldened by that. And uh, we've we've linked arms with them on that regard. And Gabe and I actually went to a conference up there, the Church at War conference. So uh, a movement is starting. Uh, and I think uh, the other side is scared of what's coming. Yeah. For those who may not know the story of Gabe's arrest, could you give us that? It sounds very New Testament. <laughs> when he got arrested, it emboldened other Christians. I've heard that before. <laughs> That's right. It act, actually emboldened me and was one of the first things I noticed about cross politic. I was just a fan of the show at the time. So anyways, um, in what was happening, this was back in 2020, the height of the pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> the way that uh, it, the city of Moscow uh, in Latak County, you know, Idaho is a very conservative state, but Latak County where we're at is a blue dot. Uh, and it's got the University of Idaho here. We've got Washington State University eight miles away. And so um, Laytaw County, the mayor of Moscow, he came out and put on a mask mandate. Uh, even though at the time the city of Moscow had not had a hospitalization and, you know, there there hadn't been no deaths, no nothing. Uh, and they still shut down all the businesses everything and yet at the same time the mayor can go off to a wedding of over 100 people without masks just fine or he can go with his buddies to a go local golf course and still play 18 holes meanwhile we have business owners here who are struggling to feed their families so we as a church uh, the church saw that and decided uh, we're going to go protest and the way they protest is by singing psalms and so uh, we put out on social media we're going to go sing psalms um, at city hall, see you there. City hall was, they were prepared. They, they, <laughs> they heard about it and they, what they had done is they sprayed little dots in the parking lot about this big six feet apart in a grid pattern. So that was the way they could physically see, Oh, you're not social distancing. Uh, we can ticket you now. So that that's how they prepared for our mini army <laughs> as we approached, um, and, uh, they, uh, police told pastor Doug, Hey, if you guys don't social distance, you could get ticketed. So Doug, let the congregation know, Hey, uh, you might get ticketed if you don't social distance. Here we go. And we all started singing <laughs> and everybody's grouped together. You know, nobody's, nobody's distancing themselves. Um, and, um, it just so happens that the officers approach Gabe first. And, uh, you know, he's got his arm around his mom. They say, you guys in the same household, because apparently COVID, you know, it can tell when you live in the same household. <laughs> but if you're in a different household, that's when it strikes. Um, so that uh, Gabe said, well, this is my mom. And they were fine with that. But then he said, and this is my buddy, you know, and he put his arm around a friend of his. And that's when the cop said, give me your license. Gabe said, nope, not doing it. This is our First Amendment right. We're here protesting. Um, this is my constitutional right. It's protected. Um, and they went back and forth a couple of times, and uh, that's when they took his hymnal out of his hand. Mm. Such a profound moment. And uh, they cuffed him. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't just him. It was uh, the Benets here, just a sweet couple here within the community. They cuffed them, too. Same thing. Um, and they just so happened to pick the guy with a TV show. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Wrong guy. And we saw him later on. Uh, he recently was on the segment with Fox News which was great to see uh, vindication come out of that, really, ultimately. 
Um, so that's 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 really good. Uh, and then also knowing you guys, I'm sure the psalm singing was uh, uh, filled with imprecatory psalms as well. I'm sure knowing you guys. Oh, absolutely. And uh, as Gabe is getting put into the to the cruiser, you hear amazing grace in mm. the background. And then another one you hear is some trust in chariots, but we trust in the Lord, our God. Um, it, it gave me chills. I actually wasn't there. I was at home watching this live. And uh, that is really what got me fired up and thinking, man, I want to join some fighters. I've got to do something. Um, So that that was such a profound moment, not only for it sounds like a lot of other people, but for me, too. So. So after you saw that and you knew you wanted to get involved, did you get hired right away or what was you coming on board? What did that look like? So that was the first moment. Um, the second moment, what this was, I was living in Lewiston, Idaho at the time, and I, I live about 40 miles south of Moscow the back in 2020. And, um, you know, I was I was a fan of Christ Church and everything they were doing from afar. My family had actually gone to Christ Church back in the early two, 2006, 2007. Um, classical, my dad was a classical Christian school uh, administrator. So that's kind of how we knew the community. Anyways, I digress. Um, uh I saw that, and then uh, I started watching Cross Politic a lot more regularly. And another episode stuck out to me, and that's when Pastor Toby got on and said, "If your church is still shut down and not meeting in community together, get out." And my church was still shut down at the time. Um, so to me, that's when I decided, "All right, I'm going to Christ Church, and I'm going to get involved in that community." Um, and I was still working down in Lewiston at the time, um, but I decided. I may as well take the entire plunge here. Uh, So I resigned my position down there and sent out a church email saying, I'm looking for work, need a place to stay. I don't know what I'm doing. Here we go. And uh, Gabe texted me 30 minutes later and uh, the rest is history. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Now, why is it so important that the response was what it was to all of the shutdown and the masking? Like, why is that an important moment that Christchurch said we're we're not going to not meet because of this? Well, for for me, and I think a lot of other people, it was a moment of seeing somebody, the first person to pick up a short, a sword and shield, and hold it and say, "No, we're we're not laying down for this anymore." And I was feeling incredibly isolated at the time, me personally, just because I I didn't have a church community and whatnot. Um, And uh, after the arrest, by the way, uh, fast forward a couple of weeks, uh, maybe a month later, uh, they put on their first ever Fight, Laugh, Feast conference in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. Originally, it was going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, but because of the shutdowns there, they had to pick up and move to Franklin. And they found a uh, kind of a cool little soccer arena and went there. And the the story that Gabe tells me was that when the people came together, about 800 of them, you know, there were people in tears who had just not had human interaction, essentially, for months and months. They hadn't been to church. Uh, it, their, their kids hadn't been able to go to school. You name it. They hadn't been able to see friends. Um, and it was such a divisive time to see the church community and uh, ultimately the cross politic and fight laugh fees community rise up together and link arms to me that was such a big moment and it showed uh, no we're we're the church is meant the church is going to war right now uh it's been asleep for too long we need to pick up our weapons our shield and form a shield wall and let's start marching um so to me that's why that was such a big moment yeah 
Yeah. What would you say, Garrison, is the long-term vision for CrossPolitik? How do you guys look at the future? What is your future? Are there future plans? What's that long-term vision look like? Nope, we're done. No, we're done. Uh, this is it. All right. <laughs> right. No, we uh, You've reached yeah. the apotheosis of where you wanted that's to go. Right. Okay, good That's job. right. This is as good as it gets, folks. No. All right. Um, it, basically, uh, Gabe and I call it the 50,000-foot vision. We want to turn uh, the Fight, Laugh, Feast network into a, a Christian streaming platform for the whole family. We essentially want to have your cooking shows. We want to have your hunting shows. We want to have sports shows. Uh, that's me, by the way, my favorite topic. Uh, we want to have, uh, you know, shows for the uh, cross political will still be the news show. We want to have shows for the whole family seven days a week, 24 seven uh, kids shows, movies. Uh, we want to take over that space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see Fox news, daily wire, the blaze, you know, they've kind of been the place places that people have gone to for the longest time, but we can see that they're already compromised in certain ways. I mean, heck even, uh, I love what the daily wire does. I still love a lot of the stuff they do. Mount Walsh, I think should have, uh, he should win uh, journalist of the year, uh, for his, what is a woman documentary. But at the same time, then they turn around and they interview Dave Rubin with Jordan Peterson on the merits of gay parenting. So if people aren't seeing that there's water getting into those uh, various boats already in conservatism, um, uh, frankly, conservatism is gay at this point in time. Um, They they need to start flocking together and realize, okay, well, we we've got to start going back to the Bible and where it's at. And um, that's what we see across politics. We want to compete with those uh, entities and we want to take down secular and legacy media. Uh, it's a long 50,000 foot vision. Uh, there's a lot of climbing to do, um, but uh, we think we're the ones for the job and we're ready to start fighting. So how is your role? How does it help support that? What exactly do you do on a daily basis and how does it serve that vision? So let me go back to where Gabe and I got connected, actually. Uh, this was back in 2020 when I was starting to watch Cross Politic. I originally reached out to Gabe thinking, man, I need to see if I can spread the word here locally. And I was a marketing consultant at a radio station and social media conglomerate at the, at the time in Lewiston. And uh, so I call him up and we have a good conversation and uh, he rejects my proposal. <laughs> but but uh, it was you know, I totally understand he's thinking nationally at this point. Um, and, but that was our, he must have remembered the phone call because when I send out that church email, we get connected and he hires me. And essentially, I'm doing a lot of the same stuff that I was doing for a local conglomerate. Now I'm just looking for national companies, national Christian businesses uh, that get our vision, believe in what we're about, and want to be a part of it. So that's kind of the gist, but all of us, uh, there's only eight or nine of us with, uh, with this crew, with what we're doing. So we all wear a lot of hats, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm the sales guy. I go out and, uh, cold call companies in an effort to bring them on board and, um, uh, see if they want to partner with us. Uh, I manage the vendors at the conferences, um, and make sure they have a good experience and they have everything they need. I do the daily news brief and, um, I think that's the gist of what I do, essentially. But um, yeah, we we all wear a lot of different hats here. Now, CrossPolitik can be found on YouTube. Are there other platforms? How do people look you up? How do they start watching? 
Yeah. Well, if we don't get canceled on YouTube, you can find <laughs> us there. Um, we, we got canceled four times within this last year. It's great. Um, but uh, if, if so, if we're not on YouTube, you can find us on our own mobile app. If you look in the app stores, the fight, La- just type in fight, laugh, beast. Uh, and you will find our app there. That's the best way to get our content because if YouTube or Facebook or Twitter cancel us, you can find us there and always get our content. Um, and then we're also developing our club portal as well. So if you want to get kind of that behind the scenes footage, get a club membership with us. Um, so the, the app's the best way. Uh, we've also got our own magazine um, because we figured, well, hey, if they took us out of the app store, you got print media now. Um, so uh, we we want to make sure that we uh, have diverse ways of getting our audience the content that they need. Um, and, uh, you know, I think you can also get us on Apple TV, Roku and whatnot. Uh, we're on DirecTV and Xfinity by way of NRB TV and Total Living Network as well. Um, so uh, we've we've got some different options because we want to be sturdy uh, when cancel culture comes to calling. That's smart. What are some things that have come out since you've been a part of cross politic that maybe has happened that you didn't expect? Obviously, you've seen people go to jail, but that was a little before your time. Um, but what else has happened or anything unexpected? Well, uh, just uh, again, because we uh, have a tendency to pick fights with people, <laughs> uh, there is the whole uh Baptist versus Presbyterian thing uh, with with regards to transgenderism. Uh, That was a pretty spicy affair. And and, uh, for me, you know, who's still learning and growing when it comes to my walk with Christ, just getting to see these hard conversations happen from the sidelines where I get to hear both sides and both arguments. And um, just from wise, theologically wise, spiritual giants in my eyes, it's such a blessing. Uh, you know, we've, we've had some hard conversations with, uh, fellow believers and whatnot that, uh, it ultimately Gabe always talks about how fight, laugh, feast. The reason we call it that number one, Christians have forgotten how to fight with love and respect for one another. Um, they've forgotten how to feast together after the fighting. Uh, but then we also need to learn how to laugh at ourselves and at each other. Um, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, so those are kind of the culmination of fight, laugh, feast is really kind of taken me by surprise. And it taught me in a lot of ways of how to live a joyful Christian life, uh, and fight well. And tell us a little bit more about fight, laugh, feast. It's a separate thing from cross politic or it's sponsored by cross politic. How does that work? And then what can people expect at fight, laugh, feast? So fight, laugh, feast is the umbrella uh, it's the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. It's the umbrella that cross politic, and uh, I believe we have 18 other shows within our network are underneath that umbrella. Um, so, as far as what other people, as what people can expect, obviously you got cross politic, you've got the daily news brief, uh, you've got a sports show in the bullpen with Mark Dewey for to name one. Uh, so you can expect a lot of diverse content within the Fight, Laugh, Feast network, all under that umbrella. And if you become a club member, you get access to all of it. Um, it, just a lot of great content. It, it, some are focused on, you know, for instance, the patriarchy, uh, there's the patriarchy podcast. Uh, some of them are focused uh, more on uh, Christian living just in general. Some's focused on education. Um, so we've got a lot of different areas covered within the fight, laugh, feast network. And ultimately that's kind of, this is kind of the beginning of that long-term vision that we have of wanting that Christian streaming platform uh, and TV network. 
Um, so that's what you can expect with the Fight Lab Feast Network. Okay. And then yearly, you also have an event that's titled Fight Laugh Feast. What's that event about? What's that for? Yeah. So we have our uh, Fight Laugh Feast conferences, and they've typically been held all on the East Coast just because we have a large group of people in the Southeast and on the East Eastern side of the United States. Ultimately, we do want to get to one where we have it on the West Coast too, but uh, we're going to keep growing that way. And essentially what it is, it's just an annual event where we get together for three days and that we start things off with beer and psalms. I mean, that right there, there's another new part of new thing. I, you know, a lot of people, I think, think of Christianity and they're just this tight knit, you know, people who's uh, stiff and uh, boring, if you want to throw that in there. But next thing I know, I'm out at a conference and there's guys drinking beer and smoking cigars and just laughing their heads off, having a great time. So you can expect that at these conferences. Uh, and we may even baptize your babies, depending on where you're following with that. Amen. <laughs> but Amen. but um, it's a three-day event full of uh, fighting, laughing, and feasting, deep theological topics, great speakers. Pastor Doug Wilson always comes out. Toby's always speaking at this. Uh, we've brought in people like David Bonson to talk about Christian economics. Vody Bauckham's been to uh, some of our conferences before. And we always talk about it. We always have very tough subjects. For instance, my first conference that I was trying to sell was the Politics of Sex Conference. And let me tell you, some of the phone calls that I had with potential companies trying to get them out there to booth, they're like, the what now? Like, thanks, Gabe. Thanks for naming it that. Um, But, you know, we want to have real conversations and disciple our audience on how to best approach those tough conversations. And sometimes that leads to the fighting, the laughing, the feasting. Who's welcome to come to this conference? Everybody bring your kids. We've got a bouncy castle. You know, we, this is a, uh, Doug, uh, in one of his church services said every time a child screams during, uh, or squawks during a church service, a demon loses its wings. So uh, <laughs> we want to, you know, encourage that for our conference as well. Uh, so the kids are welcome. Uh, we'll have stuff to do for them. Bring the whole family at the end of the day. We want all of you there to fellowship with us, to sing psalms with us and worship with us and um, learn together how to go through some very difficult uh, um, subject matter. And then uh, also hear some great speakers as well. And then, uh, you know, we have a time where you can get away with the family and go grab lunch with friends. Uh, we, We have a time with the Sabbath feast. We try to get people together from the same state so that people can link arms with one another and maybe create new friendships with people who had the, you know, the same belief systems and ideologies and think, Hey, uh, we're, we're not alone in this fight. So um, the conference is for anybody who uh, is ready to uh, join us in this journey. Going back to cross politic for a second, you guys have had several guests on the show Anyone stand out to you personally that you've enjoyed the most having on? Well, gosh, uh, right away, Ben Shapiro comes to mind. If you guys didn't know that, you can go back. I think they had him on in 2016, 2017. I don't know how Gabe got a hold of him, but he got him. Um, Amazing. I mean, you guys were brand new in 2016. So that's right. You guys got Shapiro on right away. That's right. That's I think that's Gabe's gift, just his ability to get people on and, and to spark up a friendship with them. And so he's friends with guys all over the Daily Wire. Um, so, you know, uh, another one that comes to mind was Dennis Prager. 
you know, uh, so two Jews right off the bat, yeah, who we don't say. necessarily see, I don't necessarily see eye to eye with on everything, but it, Dennis was just glowing about the conversation and said, it's so refreshing to talk with people who actually know what they're talking about when it comes to the Bible. Uh, so Dennis Prager was a good one. Jason Whitlock as a sports guy, loved seeing him on the show. Uh, David Bonson, Pastor Doug, of course, then when they talked about their book together. Um, so we we bring some heavy hitters onto the show. Uh, and I hope the people at home will go look up those those episodes. It, it was great stuff. Do you have a wish list? Anyone you're hoping comes on in the near future or just anytime? Uh, just, you know, if we could get uh, president, uh, former President Trump on here, uh, if we could get, uh, uh, obviously, get Ben Shapiro back on here again, if we could get uh, Ron DeSantis on here, you know, just some of the heavy hitters like that. Uh, Ted Cruz, he's another one that we've already had on. You know, I I, I admire Ted, and he's uh, incredibly well-spoken, so if we could get him back on. Um, but, oh, this takes time, and uh, Gabe's, we got to let Gabe's magic work. <laughs> That's a great start, though. It's pretty good. That's right. That's right. A sign of things to come. That's that's great. Okay. Well, let's do a lightning round with you. You can give one word answers or just short statements, whatever you want to do for this. Uh, Movies or books? Oh, movies. (laughs) Oh, a long walk on the beach or hiking a mountain? Hiking a mountain. I'm a ginger. I burn easily. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Doug or Pastor Toby? Just joking. We won't pit pastors against one another. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I know you're no a tall comment. Guy. Yeah, no comment. Safe. That's the safe answer. I work for I work for Toby. They're both great. Good answers. Okay. So uh what's your shoe size? I know you're a tall guy. Size eleven. Ooh. Uh favorite part of your daily routine. Ooh. That's a good one. Honestly, just uh calling an email and people trying to make new connections and uh, every cold call is an adventure. That's for sure. You, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's really great. That's really great. Well, Garrison, it's great having you on. I mean, for a sales guy, I think, uh, you need to talk to water boy. You need to get behind the mic a little bit more. You're quite competent behind the mic. This is, this has been great. Well, thank you so much. Uh, you know, back in the day, I I knew I had a knack for it when I would do PA announcing for my high school and people <laughs> would come up to me after games, home fans or away fans and tell me, you know, you've got the face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but they were just saying, you should do radio. You should be on TV. What are you doing here? And um, so I want to long term be a sportscaster. Uh, so I've certainly had my experience with the mic. And like I said, do the daily news brief. You can find it on the app. Yep. Um, do it uh, Tuesday through th- uh, Friday. That is so. Yep. 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 That's very good. And oh. if people want to go to the fight, laugh, feast conference, where can they sign up for that? Learn a little bit more. Do you have a website? That would be fightlaughfeast.com. And if you scroll a little bit down on the website side of things, you'll there's a whole set, there's a giant arc. So uh just follow oh, the arc. Right. <laughs> follow the arc. Two of every kind people. Come on. <laughs> and uh we'll see you there. Wonderful. And that's because it's going to be hosted at the Ark in what state? Kentucky. Kentucky this year. Wonderful. At the Ark Encounter in Williamstown, Kentucky. Bring the whole family. They've got uh, a petting zoo, obviously. They've got a <laughs> zip line course because Noah had that installed. The Bible doesn't talk about that, but, you know, of, of course. Um, and uh, it, obviously the Creation Museum is nearby, too. 
So uh, just an awesome experience for the family. Make it a vacation and then come out and celebrate with us. If you meet, if if you read the message version and maybe even the NIV, the zip line is there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Garrison, oh boy. it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks so much for having me, guys. It was a blast. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Love of Life podcast, Conversations with Jesse and Courtney. It is our duty through our schools to create a new one, a God-centered one. We are told in Proverbs 8, verses 35 and 36, For whoso findeth me findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death.